This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You're now listening to the Destination Debbie Podcast. I present your host, Ray Garvin, the creator of Destination Debbie, and your go-to source for all things Debbie and college football. Twenty twenty one, the NFL draft is a wrap. It is in the books, and we over here at Destination Debbie, we can move forward. We have been talking about these rookies for weeks, for months, and some of us in Debbie leagues, we've been talking about these guys for years. It is, it's over. It's come and gone. We got landing spots. We got draft capital. And while every other fantasy service out there is going to be telling you about how these players fit with their respective teams, nah, man, we ain't doing none of that. We are looking ahead. That's why you tap into the station. That's why you subscribe. That's why you rock with everything that we're doing over here at Destination Debbie, because we are keeping you one step ahead of your league mates. So in this show, we are going to dive into my top 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 prospects in the 2022 NFL Draft. Calling our shots early here, baby, at Destination Debbie. Hopefully, we put some players on your radar that you may not have been aware of, but we always, always, always are here to help you, Debbie, and Dynasty better. Man, roll that intro, baby, and we'll get right back to it. All right, so at number 10, I've got Drake London, the rising junior wide receiver out of the University of Southern California, Big Drake London, six foot five, 210 pounds, right? So this is just a preview. We're just, we're getting you warmed up and acclimated to these prospects. So Drake London for the past two years has shared a field with Michael Pittman Jr., Tyler Vons, Amon Ross St. Brown. But this season, this fall, he's rolling into the 2021 season as the man, the unquestioned star of that offense, along with Keaton Slovis and incoming transfer running back Keontae Ingram. I expect big things from Drake London in 2021. He's a two-sport athlete at USC. He played on the college basketball team as well as the football team. He said he kicked the basketball to the curb. He is focusing solely on the wide receiver position and playing football. And I think Drake London can be a huge riser this fall. You look at the history of USC wide receivers, in the college game, you got Big Mike Williams, Dwayne Jarrett, Marquise Lee, Juju Smith-Schuster, Robert Woods. The list goes on and on and on. And I do believe that Drake London is next in line to etch his name in that stone as one of the best USC wide receivers to play there. And if he does declare after this junior season, we could see the big boy wide receiver make his way up the rookie draft boards, especially considering we didn't have a lot of those big guys here in 2021. 
So expecting big things from Keaton Slovis and Drake London here in 2022. At nine, I've got Ohio State senior wide receiver Chris Olave. A lot of people thought Chris Olave was going to come out in this past 2021 NFL draft, but he decided to take his talents back to Columbus, Ohio, and is running it back for a senior season. He too, the unquestioned, or maybe there's a question mark about who the true alpha is in that offense, but there's no denying that Chris Olave is one of the best wide receivers in this 2022 class. At six foot one, 189 pounds, we could see a season similar to what Devonta Smith did for his draft stock, right? Coming back for a senior season, being able to dominate, put an extra year of production on the field. This could do Chris Olave a lot of good. Now, no Justin Fields in the picture. We've got to see how the quarterback situation shakes out for Ohio State. I do believe it's going to be C.J. Stroud, but they've got Jack Miller and Kyle McCord, two talented quarterbacks. So whatever direction they go in, I know that Ryan Day is going to have that Ohio State offense humming, and Chris Olave is going to be a big part of what they do. Ohio State has some talented, talented wide receivers on that squad. So along with Olave, they got about four or five other cats at the wide receiver position we need to be paying attention to. And we may talk about one in a little bit, as well as the tight end, Jeremy Ruckert. So right here, right now, at this moment, Chris Olave, definitely a top 10 player in the 2022 class and my number nine ranked overall player at this point in the process. At player eight, let's go, let's go ahead and put you on game now. Let me put you on game now because this is a player that more people need to be talking about. Running back out of the SEC, playing against some of the best talent in college football. This man went for over 1,100 rushing yards while catching over 20 passes in his true sophomore season. And I'm talking about 5'10", 225-pound rusher Kevin Harris. A lot of people were just kind of pushing Kevin Harris off to the side because South Carolina signed a highly touted recruit, Marshawn Lloyd, last year, who ended up hurting his knee and didn't get an opportunity to play. Kevin Harris took that opportunity and seized the damn moment. This young man can ball. He's got size. He's got a nice combination of speed and power, and he also can catch the ball out of the backfield. If you don't know who Kevin Harris is right now, you need to go check him out because I promise you, he's going to be one of them cats that push to lead the SEC here in rushing in the 2021 season. Kevin Harris, a player a lot of people aren't really talking about right now. I did an industry Debbie mock draft, and he wasn't picked until the sixth round. And right now, I just think it's because people just, just he's just not a name that people know about, but you cannot deny the production. Didn't do much in his freshman season, but he came back as a sophomore as the unquestioned star of that Gamecocks offense. And with Luke Dottie taking over at quarterback, a dual threat rushing quarterback, that Alfred Morris corollary that the pod father Matt Kelly talks about all the time, rushing quarterback in that type of offense bodes well for the running back. So I do believe that regardless if Marshawn Lloyd is healthy or not, and by all indications, he's still coming along slowly. Kevin Harris is due for a monster, monster season in 2021. My eighth overall prospect in the 2022 class, Kevin Harris out of South Carolina. At number seven, we're going to stay in the SEC and then jump over to Georgia and talk about their star wide receiver, George Pickens. George Pickens was one of the highest rated recruits coming out of high school a couple of years ago. 
historic performance versus Baylor. Absolutely shredded those guys. I think he had like 15 catches in the first half of that game. Absolutely outstanding. Six foot three, 200 pounds. You watch the catches that he makes, it is hard. It's really hard not to think you're looking at A.J. Green light when you're looking at George Pickens. So if George Pickens is A.J. Green light, he's got the size, he's got the high school pedigree, he's got the production, why the hell is he ranked number seven? Well, unfortunately, George Pickens tore his ACL earlier this spring, and he's going to miss the 2021 season due to that injury. And it's unclear. Is he going to go to the NFL, declare with really you know, a season and a half of production, or will he return, take a medical redshirt, and return for his redshirt junior season? Either way, I think when it's all said and done, George Pickens is going to be one of the top wide receivers in this class. Unfortunately for him, there are some stud guys in this class, and we talked about a couple of them already, and we haven't even touched the top dogs. So George Pickens, the injury situation sort of clouds his fantasy and NFL draft prospectus right now, but I firmly believe if he can come back from that injury, George Pickens is going to be a top pick in the NFL draft and somebody that we're going to want on our fantasy rosters, right? They only played a couple of games this season, and he had a couple of maturity issues being silly here or there. People are pushing around his narrative like he's got some sort of off-field character problems. I ain't buying that shit. I ain't seen nothing like that about George Pickens. Maybe some maturity things. He squirted a damn water bottle on somebody, an official or or something like that, man. Just ridiculous stuff. Got into a fight in the end zone against an opposing team. That's just normal football shit, right? When he's on the field, the grabs and the catches and the body control that he makes is incredible, man. He he was pushing for wide receiver one in this class. And it's just, his drop is just due to injury. If he can come back, show that same explosiveness, we know he's got the playmaking ability. George Pickens will skyrocket up the boards in 2022. At number six, let's switch gears and go back to the running back position. One of my favorite players in 2022, a guy that is a stamp my guy right now, Eric Gray, transferred Tennessee running back. He's at the University of Oklahoma, 5'10", 200, 205 pounds, 500 plus rushing yards in his true freshman season at Tennessee. Follow that up in a shortened season, had over 770 rushing yards, and then he added 30 plus receptions here in the shortened 2020 season. Eric Gray, listen, he he looks like, and he plays, the person that he reminds me of is like Alvin Kamara, that, you know, he's not like a banger banger, but he can carry the ball between the tackles. He, he does have good contact balance and explosiveness, but he's dynamic in the receiving game. We saw a couple of clips from Eric Gray at the Oklahoma Spring game. And he looked to be exactly as advertised, as good as he's been the past two seasons at Tennessee. And I'm expecting a big, big season in Norman, Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler, Lincoln Riley in that Oklahoma offense. Eric Gray. Now, he does have some backfield, you know, people that are going to take carries away, right? They still have Kennedy Brooks. Seth McGowan is there. So there are some talented running backs in that Sooners backfield. But I firmly believe that if Eric Gray is the prospect and player that I believe he is, he is going to shine head and shoulders above all of those guys and really, really push, push. I don't know if he'll get there, but he will push for RB1 consideration in the 2022 class, especially if he checks in at 205, 210 pounds that he's listed at with his size, speed, the athleticism, 
and what he can do between the tackles as well on the receiving game. Telling you, man, Eric Gray, watch out for EG in Norman, Oklahoma this fall. My number six overall player in the 2022 class. Now we've reached the top five. We are at the top five players for the 2022 class. And what I'll do with these cats, I'll kind of compare them where I would have them mixed in with these 2021 guys, just to give you an idea of how good these players are. So at five, I've got Purdue wide receiver David Bell, six foot two, 205 pounds. We got our first glimpse of David Bell in 2019 when Rondell Moore went down with his injury. He stepped in as a true freshman man, over a thousand receiving yards in his true freshman season in the Big Ten. Rondell Moore did that as a true freshman as well, and we lost our damn minds elevating him to a top six overall Debbie selection player that following season in 2018 to 2019. But when, when David Bell took over from Rondell Moore, they didn't miss a beat, man. David Bell is big. He's smooth. He's not the athlete that Rondell Moore is. Rondell Moore is a freaky, freaky athlete on a whole nother level, right? But David Bell is a talented, talented wide receiver. When you see him, he sort of plays like Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints, not saying that's my comp for him because that's a very, very high comp. But when you just watch them play on the field, he reminds me of a Michael Thomas, Rashad Bateman type player. And if he were in this draft class, I think that's where he would be valued at, around that Rashad Bateman range for me, which is wide receiver four. He'd be right in the mix. You know, Rashad Bateman, Elijah Mitchell, Kadarius Toney. I know Tony's got the projected, you know, he had the high draft capital during the pre-draft process. So I think David Bell, his size and uh, his production is going to lend for him to be a high NFL draft pick. What may kind of cap him above a couple of other players who I have ranked ahead of him is the overall athleticism. Now, I know a lot of people say athleticism doesn't matter. Well, if you go out there and run a 4-6, it fucking matters. So you can't go out there and run a 4-6. I don't think he's a 4-6 type player, but he's definitely not a blazer. But when you're just talking about hands, body control, what he can do at the line of scrimmage, how he's able to shield off defenders in and out of his stems. David Bell is a very, very talented player and a big reason why Purdue didn't really miss a beat in the passing attack when Rondell Moore went down the past two seasons, decided to opt out, come back in. David Bell still did his damn thing. And in only six games, man, damn near 700 receiving yards, the kid is legit. David Bell, my number five overall player right now in the 2020. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. 
Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. To NFL draft class. At number four, I think this player makes the most insane catches. You know, him and George Pickens at the tie between just ridiculous grabs. And we talked about his wide receiver counterpart a little bit earlier, Chris Olave, but Garrett Wilson, the five-star recruit out of Austin, Texas. Man, G-Dub is nice. G-Dub is nice. You know, he's six foot, six foot, 180. I got to listen, 188. So he's not the biggest guy. Him and Olave have similar frames. And you see it on the field. Like, you know that Wilson isn't this big, lumbering wide receiver, right? Not this big, imposing menace on the outside. But when that ball is in the air, man, G-Dub coming down with it. I'm talking about some ridiculous catches. There's a catch he made in the game versus Clemson two years ago where it looks like that man was Photoshopped taking the ball off of the head of somebody else. It really does not look real. His body control, the speed, he makes an amazing catch, it seems like, every damn game. And he doesn't even have the volume, right? Didn't even, hasn't even cracked over 50 receptions in his career his first two seasons, but you see the talent. And here in this 2021 season, it's Chris Olave, it's Garrett Wilson. And if we wind down the end of the season and say that Garrett Wilson was the alpha, he was the primary target, shit, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. That's how damn good G-Dub is. Garrett Wilson is going to be a high NFL draft pick. And if he just continues on the same trajectory and the same path that he's been on over the past two seasons, he's easily going to eclipse 1,000 yards. And he's just going to make more ridiculous plays here in 2021. Going to be a high, high pick in the 2022 NFL draft. Garrett Wilson, dope player. Watch out for him in the Ohio State Buckeyes here in 2021. All right, the top three cats in 2022 and my wide receiver one, numero uno in the 2022 class. I've got him slotted right here at player number three. And I'm talking about Arkansas's rising junior wide receiver, Trey Lon Burks. You want the alpha. You want the guy that when he steps off the bus, this looks like an NFL wide receiver. At six foot three, he dropped weight to 224 pounds. Traylon Burks is that dude. Playing on an Arkansas team that had horrific quarterback play the past two seasons, he still was able to put up over 800 receiving yards. And what I love about Traylon Burks' game, for a player to be that damn big, he's extremely athletic. We saw that evidence in his punt return game, over 10 punt returns in his career, as well as a kick returner. They used them all over the field at Arkansas. And the crazy thing about this size and the speed that Traylon Burks possesses, they play him inside of the slot. And when you watch Arkansas play, they're motioning him out of the backfield. They're motioning him across formations. They line him up one-on-one against these smaller corners, and he just bullies them. But he's got the speed. He's not just some big Kelvin Benjamin-type player. He will burn your ass downfield sideline grabs, amazing body control, hands are through the roof. Traylon Burke's hands are so big, they have to specially order his gloves. He wears 5XL gloves from Warren, Arkansas. And the myth is he hunts hogs with a knife, not a gun, not a crossbow, with a damn knife. Traylon Burks is a dog. 
and I don't comp often. You can go through all of these videos. Very rarely do I comp players to NFL talents, especially this early in the process. But when I do, I feel really, really good about it. I've heard some comps. I've heard Andre Johnson for Traylon Burks. But the player that he reminds me of, I do believe he is the second coming of Josh Gordon without the off-the-field troubles. First-team all-academic performer in the SEC. Second-team all-SEC wide receiver. And this season, Mike Woods, a very talented wide receiver that played opposite of Traylon Burks, he's transferring out of Arkansas. So Traylon is going to be the first, the second, and the third option for the Hogs, the Razorbacks of Arkansas. Traylon Burks, my wide receiver one in the 2022 class, my wide receiver one in Debbie. And I think that by the time this season ends, we will all be talking about the talent and the potential of Traylon Burks. All right, let's end it out with the top two guys. And they are two running backs, one from the SEC, one out of the Big 12. And I got them real close in the rankings, but right now, I've got Brees Hall as the number one rated prospect in the 2022 class and Isaiah Spiller right behind Brees Hall at number two. Let's talk about Spiller, right? Spiller, 5'10", 5'11", 220 pounds. Man, 1,000-yard season last year for Texas A&M. What's awesome about Isaiah Spiller's game, back-to-back seasons with over 20-plus receptions. This kid can run it between the tackles. He works with the footwork king down in Houston, Texas, and you see that on the field. His footwork in and out of the hole, the burst that he plays with, his, his, his initial defenders never bring him down because his feet are so damn good. And you can see the, the change of gear that he developed from his freshman season to a sophomore season. He just like, looked like a much faster player in 2020. Isaiah Spillers, though, can run between the tackles. He's got prototypical size, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Big things popping for Isaiah Spiller in 2021. The only downside and the reason why I have him just a tick below Brees Hall is because Texas A&M, they've got Anaya Smith, and then they've got another running back, D.A., who's fast as hell. Track, track type guy, Olympic-type speed. We saw him in the bowl game play very, very well, and he is going to get touches in that AM backfield. So we just need to see, is Spiller, will he be able to hold off DA and Anaya Smith in the backfield? And if he can successfully do that, A, that will tell us the dude is legit. He is a true bell cow workhorse type running back. And B, I mean, shit, that's going to solidify him as one of the top backs in the 2022 class. So Isaiah Spiller for now, for now, a tick, a hair behind Brees Hall. Brees Hall in 2020, over 1,500 rushing yards, 21 touchdowns. I think he went eight straight games, over 100 yards to start the season. I mean, just ridiculous. And he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, these, these two running backs, if they were in 2021's class, they would have pushed for RB2, both of them. I probably would have had both of them ahead of Javante Williams and Brees Hall ahead of uh, Travis Etienne. So that's how talented those guys are, right? They, they are legitimate NFL running back talents, and I am looking forward to seeing Brees Hall dominate once again the Big 12. There should be no reason why he can't duplicate what he did. 1,500 yards should be the floor for Brees Hall in 2021. Assuming health, he's going to smash. He's going to be an All-American. 
if Iowa State can win a couple of games, he may even be a Heisman Trophy finalist. That's really hard. This normally goes to the best quarterback on the best team. But Brees Hall, you get the point. He's got that type of talent, that type of upside at six foot one, 215 pounds. And while it may not look like he's moving very fast, the dude is hitting home runs left and right, pulling away from defenders, breaking down some of the top safeties in the class. Brees Hall is a awesome football prospect, a dope running back. So I'm looking forward to the running backs in 2022. I'm going to just say right now, the RBs in 2022, better than the RBs in 2021. The wide receivers, you got a different archetype of wide receiver in 2022. We got some of these bigger guys that we just didn't have in 2021. If Traylon Burks was in the 2021 class, he would have been right there for me behind Jamar Chase, close to Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle in that range. Definitely no lower than wide receiver four in the 2021 class. So just a quick recap. Number one, Brees Hall, Iowa State. Number two, Isaiah Spiller. Three, Traylon Burks. Garrett Wilson at four. At five, David Bell, wide receiver out of Purdue. Six, Eric Gray, running back, Oklahoma. Seven, George Pickens, wide receiver, Georgia. At eight, Kevin Harris, running back, South Carolina. At nine, Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. And at 10, Drake London, wide receiver out of USC. There it is, baby. An early look at the 2022 class. Of course, we are going to dive more into these players. Prospect profiles and season to be there. I'll be tapped in. I will keep you locked in, keep you ready for your rookie drafts in 2022. And if you want the full layout, all the rankings, all the Debbie guys, who else, who's at 11, who's at 12, why did he leave off Kyron Williams? How far is John Mechie? How the hell did he not have Zamir White in? Patreon.com forward slash all gas. Come holler at your boy and be a part of the best damn Debbie Dynasty community in fantasy football. I appreciate everybody on this channel that rocked with me through the 2021 journey. And I appreciate all of you newcomers who are going to get down with the squad here in the 2021 fantasy season on the 2022 rookie draft. From myself, from Jordan, from everybody that works at Destination Debbie, we appreciate you. If you haven't subbed, we would appreciate that. Like the content, rock with the squad, man. Y'all be easy, have fun. We out of this bag. Peace.